0: Thanks again for joining me for another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I, of course, am your host, Mike Bauman. Whoever you are, wherever you are listening from, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate the continued love and support. And if you're a brand new listener to the show, thank you so much for hopping aboard that pirate ship. You can follow me on Instagram at March4thPod.com on Twitter, at Mike V. Bauman, and the host site is March com. You made it here, so you found me somehow, and I greatly appreciate you guys spending some of your day with me for this episode of March 4th. Got some great news, y'all. I've been hitting at it for the last couple of weeks, and we finally did it. The lifetime downloads of the show just went over 5,000 this past month in July. And actually, July was the best month yet in terms of downloads in this past year that I've really gotten back into this puppy full swing and, and doing the podcast again and, and really trying to bring you guys content that means a lot to me in terms of the guests and their stories and in the hopes that it inspires you all to persevere and overcome and chase your dreams in your lives. So, while I am not somebody who measures my life by the number of downloads of my podcast, or by the number of followers that I have, and there's certainly a lot of people out there who have, you know, millions of followers, millions of downloads. I, I think, you know, that old quote, you know, big journeys start with with small steps, and so for me, um, it is cool that, you know, with with no sponsors right now, this is something that I do outside of my my job, you know, that that I love to do. To to have 5,000 downloads and, and to see people checking out the show to have a month like I just had in July where it's the best that it's been since I've been getting back into this in the last year, there's been listeners from like, you know, if you count the unknown downloads are like 13, 14 different countries, which is just insane to me. You know, I never thought that people in other parts of the world would, would know my name. And so it's uh it means a lot to me that people are listening to the show, that people are vibing with it, that they're sharing it, that they're telling a friend, they're telling a friend to tell a friend. For those of you who, who have, uh, you know, left comments and ratings on iTunes. Thank you so much for those of you who subscribe. Thank you so much for everybody who checks out the show, man. It really, it really means a lot. So I just wanted to kick this off by just saying, thank you. I say it a lot. Uh, it's not something that I'm short on just how I was raised, man. Like, you know, you, you gotta give, uh, gratitude. And I think when you live in that gracious mindset, you know it's a snowball effect positive things continue to happen so it's a start and i just want to thank everybody who's helped me get there man from my family and friends and people i know who check out the show to all of you who i don't know who check out the show man um it really means a lot because this i would say of all of the you know the uh the work that i've done in my life related to communication related to journalism what i went to school for from the music features that i've done to the sports writing that i've done to local broadcasting on TV and radio back home. Shout out to all my guys and people at Toledo Sports Network. Um, all of that stuff was super foundational to this podcast and to me, you know, teaching myself how to put it all together and um, make these clips, these teaser clips for the show, upload the show, book the guests. I, I love it, man. It's it's definitely something that I I love to do. It doesn't feel like work to me, and I really feel like it's the culmination of years of experience, but it's also like the truest uh, expression of, of of self for me in terms of art that I've put out there related to communication and my passion for connecting with people in a positive way. So it again, it's not the number that's so important. It's just the, the impact to me. And uh, it really means a lot to me that people are listening to the show, man. So again, thank you from the bottom of my heart, you know, especially these last couple months for me. And I won't stay on this too long because I am a private person, but in the honor of just honesty and transparency and connecting with people, um, you know, this show is a great creative release for me to connect with people. And it's, it's meant, you know... I shouldn't say it's meant a lot more because all the episodes that I've done to this point mean a lot to me but it's taken on greater meaning I'll say that in these last couple of months for me because uh, on a personal level it's been really tough Um, and again out of respect for her I'm not going to go into the to the details of what happened because I am a private person and I don't put stuff out there on social media and stuff like that because I don't believe in being petty and you know, I believe in moving forward and positivity and and the truth is part of me will always love her. But, um, I did go through, uh, a very difficult, uh, unexpected breakup in the last couple of months, uh, on a person level, it's been really challenging and it's, it's, it's been tough, man. You know, anybody out there listening to this, if you've had your heart broken, you know what it's like, man. And, um, I think unfortunately a lot of us will go through it. There's, I'm a music lover. If you listen to this, you probably love music. There's a lot of songs about it, man. So I'm not alone in what I'm feeling. And there's a lot of people who, who have gone through it. and uh, Or sadly, they might go through it in the future. You know, th- this is the second time I've been through it in my life. But this this was really, really difficult because, uh, you know, she was somebody that I really, I, I envisioned a future with, you know, in terms of having a family and, um, you know, having having a home together and a life together and a future together you know and growing old together I you know I guess deep down in in some ways I'm uh I I guess I'm old school I, I, I believe in that forever kind of love and uh I believe it's out there you know what I'm saying so um so the fact that this show has has done so well these last couple of months despite kind of what I've been going through on a personal level it it means like I said a lot because uh you know, I would do it if two people listen, quite frankly, because to me, that's still two people that I reached that I didn't reach before. You know, like I said, I don't measure my life in in likes and downloads and followers and that kind of stuff, because I think a lot of that a lot of that at the end of the day can be empty calories. You know what I'm saying? If you're if you're doing something because you're trying to get approval from other people or you're just trying to, to tap dance for people, I don't believe in that. You know, whatever art you make to me, you know, it, it's it got to come from the heart to really to really to really reach people at their hearts you know what i'm saying so again i'm a private person and i don't know if she'll listen to this or not and if she does um there is no bad blood on my end there's no ill will there's no hard feelings as as difficult as it as it was for me and and i still have my my update or my you know my ups and downs and and my good days and my bad days with it i truly wish her nothing but the best for her life and her future um but the, the fact that this show has had the kind of, uh, numbers that it's had and the kind of reach that it's had these last couple of months, despite the the difficult things I've been dealing with on a personal level, man. Um, it, it, it truly means a lot that y'all are listening. And so, uh, I really appreciate it, man. And if you're out there and you're going through it, uh, my advice, not that you ask for it would just be to stay positive, you know, take the high road. Don't, don't post stuff on social media, you know, whether it's subtext stuff or petty stuff or catty stuff, I just I just feel like you know you'll look back on that and probably regret it. I think the best thing that you can do is you know once once that person's not part of your life anymore, you now have that space to do with it what you will. And you know we can always choose that fork right of negativity or positivity. And as somebody who overthinks, as somebody who's my harshest critic and beats myself up more than anybody else beats myself up. Trust me, I've I've done it. Um, in terms of going down a negative path where I beat myself up, I overthink things i haven 't put stuff on social media i don 't mean that when i say i 've done it i haven 't i haven 't put anything on social media at all about our breakup because it's it 's our personal business and uh, it 's my private life and you know my socials aren 't really for that even though I want people to connect with me on a personal level it 's I'm not trying to get anybody to play the world's smallest violin for me or look for sympathy. That's not why I'm sharing what I'm sharing with you right now. I'm saying I've done it in terms of I've over I overthink, you know I ruminate not just on the on on our relationship but on a lot of things in life. And I'm realizing as you know a, a grown man in his in his early thirties now, man approaching my mid thirties, just how fast life goes, and how important it is to put your energy into. The things that really mean something to you, because time waits for no one. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. So if there's something that you love to do, go out and do it. Um, if there's somebody that you want to reconcile with, make peace with, do it. Because I tell you what, man, taking the high road and being kind. A lot of people think it's it's weakness being kind. Uh, I would argue it's it's a lot easier to to fly off the handle to be impatient. To be curt, to be to be rude, to be crude. You know, uh, it takes a lot of strength to be kind. It takes a lot of strength, uh, you know, to uh, you know to to keep your cool sometimes through through what life throws at you. And this was the biggest curveball that's ever been thrown at me in my 33 years, man. So, you know, my advice would be to um, if you're going through it, uh, don't put stuff out there on social media. You know, um, talk to the people that are close to you that you trust to help you get through it and, and put your time into self-improvement, you know, whether it's mental health, physical health, uh, a creative outlet, you know, whether it's podcasting, like what I do, whether it's, um, drawing, painting, you know, or, you know, getting out and spending time with nature, you know, I mean, I think they've even done studies on that. Don't quote me on it, but I, I've heard that, that, you know, even just going out and being outside, taking a walk, like what that does for your mental health. So again, I share all that. I'll put a button on my ramp by just saying like, cause again, I'm not trying to put a, I'm not trying to turn this episode into a downer man that's not what I'm trying to do um I'm just you know I feel like I've I've kind of I've kind of put shades of my vulnerability in this show and I just feel like to truly connect with people I want you guys to know that even though um you know my message is very much one of positivity of unity of growth of perseverance moving forward that's the name of the show March 4th um none of us are vulnerable to to the curveballs that life throws at us and the the ups and downs that come with it. So um to tie it all together in this intro, um, it truly means a lot that that people are listening to the show and that you guys are listening to it right now because it's been it's been tough on a personal level with me. And um but again I thought I'd just pass along the things that have helped me. And it's it's been time with family, time with friends, um, you know, getting my body right, getting my mind right. And doing this podcast, you know, this is something that uh, I really love to do. Like I said, it's the truest form of art that I feel like I've put my hands on in my life. And in a weird way, my life is kind imita- of uh, yeah, yeah, imitating my art right now with the theme of this podcast being perseverance and moving forward. That's what I'm trying to do. So um, I don't just talk it. I live it. And where I come from, you know, we say don't talk about it, be about it. So I just thought I'd be about it on this episode and let you guys know kind of what's going on with me and and why it's uh it means so much to me to do these shows and to really connect with you guys. I, I really appreciate it, man. So again, thank you. And now with the hardest left turn and transition and segue that exists in podcasting, this week's guest on that that uh same theme of perseverance and moving forward, man. They're another artist that I was able to connect with via Instagram, and uh, it's been so awesome to have gotten on Instagram within the last year. I was super late to the game, you know, me being an old man in a 33-year-old man's body. But uh, I have a lot of respect for the music that these guys are putting out there. Rap is is central to all of it. It's 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 the the center, the core of what they do, but I think what's really cool is that there's so many other elements to what they do. And I just think that it's really authentic what they're putting out there. And that guest and that group of musicians is none other than the free boys. So shout out to Curson, AKA young Lennon bricks and Spicasso. AKA Mr. Super Nintendo. They are the free boys and that's boys with a Z. And again, these guys they they, they are spitters, man. And they'll tell you that they can rap with the best of them. But what I really like is, uh, the ebbs and flows in the journeys that they take you on with their music. You know, their latest single "Motion," which came out at the end of May of this year, is a real like summer jam, a fun you know vibe. I think it's something that the the ladies will love too. Uh, it's it's gone over ten thousand, I think, three hundred streams now on Spotify. But also, there's nods to Eminem. I feel like on a, on a single like nowadays. They had uh, a single called Bother Me that they also did a music video for, which which had some nods to Happy Gilmore in there. It looked like they had fun making it, but Bother Me has more of an alt-rock pop slash indie vibe. So, you know, these these guys um, aren't just stuck on one note when it comes to their music. They, they really cover a lot of ground, and they do it authentically, and I just have a lot of respect for what they do and what they put into their music and where they come from. So without further ado... I'm going to show my big yapper and give you guys my conversation with Kirsten, AKA young Lennon bricks and Spicasso of the free boys. Here it is. Well, dudes, thank you so much again for doing this. I really appreciate the time. Um, like I said, before we got rolling, uh, getting back into this has been a lot of fun been able to connect with a lot of awesome musicians and just talented, cool people in general on Instagram, and, and you guys are another one in that list for me, man, that uh, I wanted to get on the show, so humbly, thank you for taking the time, and before we get started, just let people know your name, and uh, that way when you talk, they, they kind of know who's speaking, man.
1: Exactly. Picasso, Spicasso, Mr. Super Nintendo right here.
2: Kirsten, Lennon.
3: <laughs> and Bricks. No, no.
0: Well I get just a good place to start, man. Like we were saying, uh uh you guys uh being in Phoenix right now, I, I gotta imagine the city's uh going pretty crazy with the suns, huh? That's pretty no, awesome. Uh, it's wild. Nuts.
1: Love yeah. it. There was this um a lot of my boys went to the actual like Phoenix Sky Harbor when they cut the <laughs> Yup. Man, bro, it was nuts. It was, it was nuts. Tagged, but it, it felt good. It felt good. It was like, yo, this is what we need, you know? We Arizona's been kind of split up and divided now for a while. And I'd say that's like probably one of our biggest downfalls. There's so many great talented anything out there, you know what I mean? Artists, like actual tagger artists, you know what I mean? But a lot of them are spread out. A lot of them are spread out. And I think this is gonna help us in a lot of different aspects, you know what I mean? But it was it was it was nuts, man. It was crazy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, once you guys got by the Lakers, I was like, you know what? They they might do it. You there there was a really good um run that the Suns had last year in the bubble. Devin oh. Booker hitting that shot. Oh, I think cool. was that against the Clippers too? I think last year in the bubble yes. when he hit that buzzer beater. Yeah. But uh yeah, once once Phoenix got by the Clippers, I was like, you know what? I I think they could I think they could do this, man. So that's so that's awesome. Well, just building on that, I mean what what is the music scene like there? Is it is it collaborative? I mean, I, I, like I said, I've had guys like, you know, Dropout Kings, Bury the Darkness, not be a name droppy, just, just letting yeah. y'all know and Alakiri, um, Caramel Classic, people in that area, like there there seems to be a lot in the water out there right now. I mean, is it I know it's weird with twenty twenty. I'm sure there there wasn't a lot of live music like there wasn't everywhere, but um is it a collaborative environment between metal and rap and all of that I mean cuz everything outside looking in being in Nashville it seems like Phoenix is is growing a lot right now
2: as much as i, I yes and no i wish it was more though um no. honestly you know like Adam from Dropout Kings same with Eddie like those are the homies um you know i go back with them me and Adam actually went to school together oh cool and, yeah um, <laughs> that's true i forgot about that Yeah, bro. He was, uh, he was a year underneath me, but we, you know, we knew each other and, um, you know, so I go way back with him and and Eddie, man, I go back with him since he was, he was rapping before he was even in the band. I mean, he was a solo artist, you know, I mean, I think he still does solo stuff here and there, but I think the band's his main focus, but, um, we definitely performed a couple of times together. Yeah. We, we performed with Eddie, you know? And, uh, I mean, I think that's where our connection to the metal scene really comes from. I used to be in the metal scene personally as well. Um, I was in a few bands out here, uh, prior to, to doing hip hop, to be honest, man, that's kind of how I got into all this. Um, I, you know, I was in a few bands and then, um, uh, I went to school for audio engineering, became an engineer and that's how I ended up meeting these guys. And then we started a group and, you know, the rest is kind of history, but, um, I do wish that arizona was a little less clicky in the sense of that you know back when i was in high school we would go to these house shows and you would have like an indie band headlining but you'd have a death metal band opening and you'd have a you know a hip-hop artist in the middle you yeah. know and you'd have you know, a dj spinning whatever in the middle of it and it's just at a house show with a bunch of people getting drunk and fucking I know, talking, having a blast is. man and and I feel like, I feel like that would be good for Arizona again, because I feel like Arizona right now, it's, it's not that people can't be accepting of it, but I feel like the promoters themselves think that they can't take, you know, a hip hop group like us and put us on a show with dropout Kings. Yeah. And, I don't, and I don't understand why, you know, cause it's like, cause they think like, Oh, well they're metal. And, and yeah, they do, you know, rap in there and stuff, but you know, predominantly they would be considered metal yeah. so they would expect the whole lineup to have to be metal and i personally don't agree with that and i've tried to talk promoters into it before and it's kind of hard to get them to, to to see that that you could really bring together a lot of different crowds and introduce them to new things because that's what music's all about you know
0: yeah yeah, that cross pollination I think is actually important because when you go to a festival, I feel like that's how you 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 dabble into an, uh, other genres that maybe maybe typically you wouldn't go to. But yeah, I've I've always liked the shows where there's like that cross pollination on the bills because you you get to play for a whole new set of fans and and maybe introduce them to something that they weren't aware of before and and find out that they're into it. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and I I guess that's where my disconnect is. Is I I don't think. Like I don't know why it has to take a festival for that to happen. Sometimes, you know, yeah. I'm not sure how it is in in a lot of other places as far as their local scene. But like I said, out here, it's like it's like pulling teeth to try to get these guys to do this. You know?
0: Yeah. Are know. there some good ones that uh, that you guys have worked with that that you like want to shout out that that have like either a good club or like a good a good vibe with in terms of the artists?
1: Um. And we used to do massive shows at Joe's Grotto, bro. Yeah, like that, Joe's Grotto. brings me to, like, the epitome, like, just thought-wise. I'm like, yo, that was the times for us. Like, I remember we would, we would pack that house, bro, and then we would leave, and then everybody would leave with us, bro. It was, it was awesome, <laughs> bro, bro. But Joe's <laughs> Grotto, shout out Joe's Grotto. That shit honestly put us on the map, you know what I mean? Like, we did massive shows out there. That was probably one of the shows we did with Eddie Wells, you know what I mean? So, we definitely met a lot of people through there. I know Chase Wills. Uh, I mean, a lot of artists, man. We met throughout the years, just performing at Joe's Grotto. And I think out of all of them, I mean, besides like the marquee, and where else did we perform, bro? With the uh, um, Dodge with Theater, Dodge Theater with like KRS and them. I mean, besides stuff like that. Bro, my bad. Besides stuff like that, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was really uh, Joe's Grotto for sure. That that put it on top it. Really yeah. memorable.
0: So take me back to the genesis of the free boys come together, like uh, the name and then also you guys linking up because I saw on Spotify you, you've been putting out singles uh since mm. what like 2018? So last last you know three years or so. So so when did this get started with you guys, man? <laughs> um him,
1: kid, man, on, like when we started, you know what I mean? And then take <laughs> after that, man. Um <laughs> it was all in high school, bro. I met I met uh Curson in high school. Uh, I thought I thought he was like a god, bro. I was like, yo, who's this guy? Like, just knows how to put these mute." You know what I mean? Like, me, growing up, I thought rap was just rap. Like, just like yeah. a song, and that's it. You know what I mean? I I never knew what an engineer was, a producer was, none of that. So Kirsten really, really put me on the game to a lot of things. So I met him in high school through, a, through another friend that we had. Um, he was the first one that took me to that studio. And then uh, after that, we kind of just linked up. We were like, yo, you know, I like what you do. I like what you do. And then I think Kirsten had a group with maybe two or three other guys, Static, Pilot, and then Jay Merge, right? Yep. All right. So, yeah. So he already had, it was called ABC. He had that already. (laughs) And they had so many different kind of variations. Another Brothers Creed, Autobot Crew. There were so many different variations of the name. Um, And then me and the homie from high school had IME, which it meant everything. So we were like, yo, let's just smash it together. We weren't that creative. We were like, let's just smash it together. <laughs> and ABC free IME. For the longest, bro, like people were like, hey, what's your name? And we're like yelling over 20, 30 people. And we're like, ABC Free IME. And they're like, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, 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 cool, cool, cool. And we're like, we got to do something about this name, bro. Like it's So then we kind of just started like, yo, we're the free boys because we took that from the middle part, you know what I mean? And then – um. I think I'm going to just go ahead and pass the curse now. (laughs) He loves to tell his story.
2: Um, No, we just, uh, we took a little, we, there was a point in, so we were actually releasing music in 2015 and um, we, uh, we took a little break and when we came back, I had suggested, I said, well, you know, we taken a, we've taken a break. We've all gone and done our solo stuff and we've come back. So if we're going to do this name change, now would be a good time because people <laughs> haven't heard from us in a little while. They've just been seeing all our solo stuff. And that's kind of where we do. We're just like, all right. So yeah. we changed it to the free boys right there. And, and exactly like he said, like, it was just a mouthful, man. Like pe- people, were just <laughs> the ABC they, yeah. they didn't even know the rest of the name. And it was like it was crazy, man. It was like when you try like original odd future days when you when you tried to actually like spell out their entire thing we'll see. It, like what was it
3: like o d f k I mean
2: yeah, you know, and like people were they just called them odd future yeah. kind of the same thing, man. it's just it just dwindled itself down and uh, but yeah we uh we came back in twenty eighteen and that's where this really started and um as far as like singles go i think the biggest reason we focus on singles is because we had done eps and stuff before that but the music scene has just drastically changed so much since 2015 like i mean we were just talking about this not that long ago in 2015 we were printing cds
0: yeah which is
2: crazy to think you know like no one would no one wants that anymore it's all streaming it's insane
0: yeah, they don't my- even make cars with CD players anymore. I've been trying to look for like a new car. It's like, what am I going to do? Hey, I got like true. I got like the case in my trunk of all the CDs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an artifact now. People are like, "What is that?"
2: Which which blows my mind to see as a human being because it's 2021. Like, it's not like, I mean, it's been less than six years yeah. since the last time we printed a CD, and they're completely obsolete. So, I mean, going back to the single thing, you know, we released an EP. We released two of them, actually, since um, Winter Nights, and then we had the Retrograde EP. Yeah. Uh, But we've done a lot of singles, especially recently, because we've just been... One thing that's important to me is to always grow as an artist, and we wanted to try new things. And we've done that very successfully, I feel, with our last, you know, probably since Retrograde on. Um, We've really stepped outside the box and and really tried to do some things that we wouldn't normally do because, um, as these guys will tell you, you know, in Arizona, there is (laughs) a point where people were saying, you they called us spitters and they essentially didn't, you know, which that's, you know, but they, they tried to make it seem like we don't make, they put us in a box bro yeah and and we're we're three people that if you tell us we're in a box we're gonna literally we're gonna break out yeah bro we're gonna break out so (laughs) right so we can honestly thank you know the radio stations and the people here in arizona for sticking us in a box for our growth in the last six months to a year
1: and to be fair a lot of it was we did come from what like 10 12 members yeah. What you see Right now. Yeah. So a lot of that was like, well, all I know how to do is rap. That's it. Right. All I know how to do, I can't sing. I, can't, I don't know how to do melodies. I'm not, you know, I'm a rapper. Right. And that was my downfall. That was the other homies' downfall, P- pilot, static. We had nobody that kind of brought anything extra or anything different to the table until we were like, yo, know, all we've been doing is rapping, bro. Like, and then that's when we realized it. Like every interview we had, people are like, These are the spitters, these are your rap guys right here. And we we're like, Wait a minute, like we're not <laughs> because after a certain point it just only was us. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to be honest, we never had an interview with all of the guys. I think there was one, right? With A? Yeah. That was it. One or two, maybe. I don't really remember. I know it was the one with Daniel, our Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. Daniel, Daniel for sure. But um but other than that, like, yeah, so it, to be fair, I think it was just a lot of the people that we were with. Me, Bricks and Curse are probably like Bricks can write to anything. You could, you could. You <laughs> know, he was the guy that would that would rap to the to the the lunch beat tables. You know what I mean? Like he could rap to anything, and Curse can make anything. You know what I mean? I'm in the, middle <laughs> and I'm learning from both of them. So I think that's what also helped out was the fact that we kind of just shared what we needed to. You know what I mean? All of the extra weight, and really focused on being an artist. You know what I mean? Not just yeah, let's rap, let's see what happens.
0: Yeah, and that's and that's one thing, honestly, that uh that I really appreciate what you guys have done because all of your stuff is is so diverse, man. Like, and, and I really appreciate that. Like, it's um, what was you. it on uh one of the earlier singles was the snakes, uh, Kirsten? Was it you said uh, here's a secret? Free boys, the New Age Beatles. And uh, I, I love that line, but but <laughs> really? when I look at what you guys have put out, man, like, you know, nowadays kind of had that nod to, you know, forgot about Dre. Um, yeah. I, last night kind of had like that dance vibe motion, I think is like that really good like summer single and congrats, by the way, it's closing in on like 10,000 streams. So yeah. that's really what I enjoy about what you guys are doing is uh, you're, you're giving a little bit of something for everybody. And, and so I guess just to kind of go back a little bit, even when you guys were kids, like, is music something that grabbed you? And I know people who probably listen to the, the podcast before be like, man, he always asked that. But I actually really do like to, to ask that. Cause I know, I know the stuff that grabbed me when I was a kid and really got me going down the rabbit hole with music. Like, do you guys remember that first song or that person? Like what was that introduction to music for you guys, as far as like your earliest musical memory?
2: Uh, music in general. Um, has to be honestly hybrid theory from lincoln park um is honestly like just in general what made me say i I want to do music um what made me actually because i did hip-hop even back when i was in in metal bands but i just kept it on the low like no one really knew my best friend knew and that was it and i just i this is what i did in my free time and uh you know, as cliche as it sounds, um, it was definitely the Slim Shady LP from Eminem that really just, I mean, I, I heard that and I was like, that was the first time when me, like, I felt like I could do this. I was like, he gave me that confidence, M gave me that confidence to say like, oh, it's okay for me to go do this. I can right. actually try this, you know? actually, yeah. And... Yeah. I mean, that's why in my book, Eminem's a goat, man. You know,
3: he's a top five, dead or alive, for sure. Oh, Who about you b Fuck. I remember Jay-Z, bro. I remember buying the the Blueprint, the album. I remember buying it at Target, bro. I remember what Target <laughs> I bought it at, bro. I remember just looking at the – it wasn't even that. And I – because, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just – I remember just uh, – it's funny you say Eminem because I remember the Renegade song, and oh. I, I, and I remember hearing it, and then I just never stopped listening to that shit. Like, yeah, hip hop just became every day. I remember it's funny how you said about uh CDs because I remember doing my tape recorder, and then uh recording the song, and then having to listen to back to it later, and 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 I I I realized that I could listen to it in slow motion if I recorded it. In, in fast forward or some shit. I don't know how I did it, but I, I could, I could, I could make it slow. I could make the, I can, and then I could make out every word they're saying. So I was the only kid in like third or fourth grade who knew all the words to the songs. Hey, and they hey. were wondering like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Because I'm not, you know, I'm, I, I'm actually from Mexico, and everybody's all wondering how the Mexican kid knows all the <laughs> fucking words but <laughs> no one else knows the words. Yo, like, what the fuck's going on? And, that's just, yeah, that's just how music is, right, like, it, 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 hey. it. warm
1: something, that's definitely true, I, I'd say with me, bro, it was like, I don't even know, I mean, obviously, there was a lot that, like, uh, I'm a big gang star fan, I love Guru, um, big pun, you know what I mean, a lot of, like, just the old school, but I think what stuck with me, bro, and I might have a lot of haters because of it, but I, it was 2001, and I spent a week in Mexico with my, with my grandfather. And the only, like, English CD that they had at this store was uh South Park Mexican song. It was a S.P. <laughs> it was the Never Change album. He's holding a, a fucking uh, pit bull on the front like that. I still remember everything. And he was like, yo, I got this CD player. Like, you can have it. You know what I mean? This, like, bro, this is 2001, Mexico. I'm in um I'm in Agua Prieta. You can look it up, bro. It's just dirt, bro. They still got dirt roads <laughs> and so oh, wow. Me and my daughter are chilling. I'm working with them. And I got the CD player, bro. And I'm bumping this song for the entire week from from track one all the way to, uh, I think it's track 12. So the entire thing. But SPM really put me on, bro, just because of how he was saying it's like, Kirsten was saying it's like, yo, this guy looks just like me. He's Mexican. Like, it did. It spoke to me. You know what I mean? And he was rapping with like... What was his name? Uh, uh, DJ Clue. No, not Clue. Uh, uh, what was his name, yo? DJ DJ Screw. There it is, DJ Screw. So he's a big south, uh, down south uh, artist and stuff like that. So he was rapping with them, talking about them, and he was just talking about a lot of the stuff that I grew up on. You know what I mean? Like getting beat up with a chonkla. You know, cockroaches in, in around. You know what I mean? In the in the kitchens and shit. And I was like, yo, that's it. Just it just spoke to me a lot. You know what I mean? How, how bricks were saying. So I think that would be my my pivotal moment where I heard some hip hop. And I kind of put that in life together. And I'm like, yo, this right. is something I could yo, do. I'm too. included. Yeah, right? Yeah, yo, I'm included, yo.
3: I'm like, oh, yo, that was, that's yeah.
1: tight, yo. But that was dope. Yeah, yeah. SPM never yeah. changed. The entire album kind of put me on to want to be a rapper. You know what I mean? I just embrace it as a fan.
0: See, that's why I like asking that question. And that's why, you know, part of me has, uh, not to make this about me, but it's, it's like giving me chills <clears> asking <throat> you guys that <clears throat> because – you know, I've thought about, you know, trying to upgrade my stuff and get this stuff on YouTube because just the look on all your faces right now, when you talked about music, like you can tell you really love it and it's in your heart. And, you know, along my path, like, you know, and I'm sure you guys have dealt with this too, along your lives is like just young men coming up in the world. Like you start to think about, you know, what's my purpose? What's my direction? What am I supposed to do while I'm on this plane and stuff? And, I watched some of these inspirational videos and stuff on YouTube and there was a great quote that Denzel Washington <laughs> had when he was speaking to some, I don't know if they were music students or I think they might have been aspiring actors. And he's like, listen, he was like, whatever you love to do, he's like, that is proof positive from from God, from like the universe that that's, if it's in you, that's what you're supposed to do. You, you, you didn't have to ask for it. That's what you should follow. And right. so – even though sometimes I, I I'm harsh on myself, like when I ask questions during this podcast, like that's why I always love to ask that one because seeing the joy on like all of your faces, when you talked about like that first moment with music, like it's been in you since you were a kid. So that's, that's inspiring me. And that's why I like to ask that question because we we all know what that was. You know what I mean? Like if you love music, oh, yeah. you, you remember those, uh, you know, initial moments or that first song or that person that introduced you to something. And, uh, so that's that's really cool. I'm glad you dude shared that with me, man. Yeah, I appreciate you asking, man. And 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 just moving forward with this, um, like we were talking about the different vibes of the singles, man, um, and the stuff that you guys put out. Like um, I wrote, I tried to write down some lyrics, just the stuff that I that I liked. So I hope I hope it's like if I didn't leave any of y'all out. Like oh man, he 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 mentioned his verse but didn't mention mine. No. <laughs> but, uh, I really I like on retrograde. Uh, I I like that EP in general, but I I really liked um you know hope my time don't run out before my chance to really breathe. I always question, but never did I ask for help. I'll never speak about some ish I've never done myself which I relate to that a lot because I, I do feel like there's times when people speak on stuff and it's like, if you actually lived this or experienced it. So I always try to be conscious of that. But, um, and like I said, just, just the different vibes from what you guys have put out, um, Atlanta, I let me know if I'm getting this one, right. I, I, is it, where's, where's the man's strength you must take from mistakes or is it wisdom's the man's strength you must take from mistakes. Um, you know what verse I'm talking about in Atlanta? Uh um.
1: That's yeah, my that's way. awesome that's been so long. Um
0: <laughs> I thought it was it was towards the end of the song. Yeah, I think was somebody was talking yeah. about their their dad and was just like talking uh-huh. about being a father. Yeah. And I think it was where's the man's strength you must take from mistakes. And yeah. that hit me too, because it's like we all mess up in life and it's talking you know, to me, I interpreted that as like, Hey, you know what I mean? Like you find your strength and learning from kind of the the the, the screw ups along the way. So anyway, those are some, some lyrics I jotted down from some of the stuff you did over the years. So I guess to to put a button on my rant and I guess just ask sort of a direct question, like, um, what inspires you guys musically? Like we talked a little bit about groups. Um, there was obviously a lot of great rap groups back in the day. I mean, just off the dome, obviously tribe de la soul, and even like the Fuji's bringing in like the R and B and, um, you know, being a metalhead, I'm not as well versed in hip hop, but I've gotten into it a lot more over these last few years, especially newer hip hop and obviously groups. Now you've got like Migos and stuff. But um, do you guys feel like that's a lane that you're excited about what you guys bring to the table? Because I feel like there were there was a lot of great groups in the early 90s. And then it seemed like it kind of went more of a solo route just outside right. looking in with hip hop the last several years until like Migos and stuff like what are you guys excited about? What you bring to the table, just diversity wise and, and just hip hop group wise? Do you think that's something that can kind of come back?
2: Uh, first and foremost, I fully agree with you. I think that's something that, for me personally, um, I always get reminded of when I walk in the room with these guys is that our lane is very small now. I mean, they're like, I once when you said the Migos, I actually completely forgot about the Migos, to be honest with you. That's probably like, not in a bad way, but like my first initial thought when you were asking this question was like, "Yeah, we're like the only group left. Like there's not a lot of them, and it's it's crazy." And I I forget about the Migos sometimes. Um, but yeah, um, I think with what we bring to the table, you know, um, not in a way that puts anybody else or any other group down, but I think our diversity speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's another group that can do what we do. Um, And I think that is because of all of our different backgrounds, because we all bring something unique to the table, you know? I mean, you even look at a song like, uh, like bother me. And it's like, how many hip hop groups do you hear doing indie pop tracks? You know, I I mean, you don't. And then you go straight to something like last night where, you know, you got a nice dance vibe or you go to something like motion or then you rewind and go back to retrograde where you're hearing a spit, you know, with literally no beat. And I just, I think our diversity is what could possibly outshine anything any other group could bring to the table because we don't stick to one thing. We like to let people know that you're always going to get um, a different experience from us. We're always trying to grow.
3: Yeah.
2: I think that's, that's where I would go then. What do you all? Yeah. No, that's that's, true.
1: <laughs> like, that's what it is. It's the fact that like we we're not going to try to stay in one lane, you know what I mean, and I think we'd be able to do a lot more damage that way, you know what I mean? Because if like somebody's like, "Oh, well, they can't," you know what I mean? Like nobody can say we can't do something, you know what yeah, I mean? If, uh on certain uh, to a certain extent have kind of done it all. You know what I mean? Unless we get on a song with, like, Taylor Swift or something like that. You know, we go to a fully, completely different route like we have. But <laughs> we've we've kind of done a lot. And I really believe that n- no nobody – in, 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 see, I don't want to say it like that because then that's what's wrong with the city. Yeah. A lot of yeah. people in the city are like, you can't fuck with me. You can't fuck with me. You're dope, you're nice, you're sick, but you can't fuck with me. And it's like everybody should be like that 100%. But at the same time, I think we have a lot to give to other artists, too. To the entire community in AZ hip-hop. You know what I mean? And yeah, bro. that's one of the biggest things where I, I catch myself. Just like right now, I'm like, you know what? I, I shouldn't say that because that's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. But, you know. Yeah, like that
0: balance them, of like... <laughs> having confidence in your skills like hey if if, if i'm gonna be on the mic like you you know i'm gonna you know bring the heat but but i don't yeah. want that to deter anybody from thinking like yo don't collab with us or we can't get yeah. in the studio together or we can't share a stage together well, wow. that's, how it was.
1: that's how it was for a while a lot of people were intimidated by us bro like Yes, got like oh these guys come shut the show down and then they leave like fuck these dudes you know what I mean but
2: <laughs>
3: they don't even hang out. I mean, we so lock
2: people out back in the day.
1: You know what I mean? We, we we acted like playboys and show stars. We'd walk down the stage, shake everybody's hand, and be like later. Like we didn't get paid for this shit. Not <laughs> even a drink, nothing. Yeah, like <laughs> who the
3: fuck are we? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so a lot of it was you know what I mean. That but that's the problem what we've noticed. You know what I mean? Like you got to kind of step yourself back to realize that problem. Like we weren't helping either. You know what I mean? It's a lot of egos and shit. So we figured, Hey, let's us be kind of the, the, you know, the, the pivotal standpoint when it happens, like, well, those guys are collabing with everybody. Those guys are getting on songs with R&B artists, with rappers, with metal heads, with, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So I think that's what, uh, what we offer. And I think that's why we're dangerous. <laughs>
0: yeah I was gonna say I mean in that same token you guys have had some some collabs with like Devontae Black, Brandon Hanson, ETC, Filet, uh, Kali Fresco, Colfax, Jay like you guys have you guys have worked with a lot of different people so in that same token I feel like it's not like you guys haven't been like yo nobody can get in the studio with us like you guys you guys on on those different vibes you've had a lot of different people bringing in like singing elements or rap elements like cool choruses like the song uh was it is it is it supposed to be 217 2020 is that is that how you say it from uh from retrograde Um, so that
2: was actually the date of the retrograde year okay
0: okay yeah so i mean you guys have collabed with like a a lot of people and actually you know and i and i i think i've talked to other people about this too it's you know it's it's funny how like when you look at uh music sorry every time I say that I think of like Goodfellas like Joe Pesci what funny how like a clown I'm here to amuse you how Uh, uh, I'm making (laughs) that but uh every time I say funny I think of that's like one of my favorite movies um shoot now I forgot my question because I went Joe Pesci on you guys um oh no I was talking about um (laughs) I was talking about uh you know in music I feel like something becomes popular it doesn't matter what genre right whether it's metal rock hip-hop That becomes the wave then that everybody rides for a while, but then it takes somebody creating their own lane that, and then that becomes the new wave. So there's, there's always an innovator or a group of innovators in, in in any genre where it's like radio won't play it. Nobody will touch it. Nobody will do it. Like, like just from a metal world, I always go back to like Corn. Like when they first came out, they didn't know what the hell to do with those guys. They were on tour with like Megadeth and, getting like stuff thrown at them on the stage by like old school metal heads and stuff like people are like what is going on and like but you look at like 25 years later those dudes are still one of the biggest bands on the planet because they they brought they brought in like 808s and hip hop and and you know crazy sounds on the guitar like cypress hill type of type of you know ree! you know and like now now they're looked at as like this innovator and and helps you know create like new metal so I think what you guys are on in terms of diversifying yourselves, that is something that could create a lane for you, you know? Thank you, man. Honestly, it's
2: funny you say that because I feel like that's the biggest downfall to music, but the best at the same time. I feel like that story is – how many times have you heard that story? Somebody won't play this. Somebody won't, you know, give these guys a shot. You know, they're, you know, on tour getting booed off stage and then they are the ones that end up being right. that massive thing. I mean this I the same I know the same thing happened to Eminem.
0: Yeah, when yeah. he
2: played his records um you know at first with Linkin Park I was actually just listening to Mike Shinoda did a podcast with um Rick Rubin and he was talking about you know how he took their early demos to this label and the guy was like, yeah, that's dope. Let me know when you got real songs. That's, oh wow. And, uh, and then the next thing, you know, you know, they're doing hybrid theory and it's like, it, and arguably that had what six like singles off of it. I mean yeah. like, massive yeah, singles. Yeah. But it. It's just, it's crazy, man. I, and I, I appreciate you saying that because that's a big thing for me personally, I know, is to to feel like I'm not stagnant, to try to grow and, and be something innovative. I think that's what's important.
0: Well, I think what's cool about what you guys do, too, and I'm not just saying this to, like, butter your bread because you're, you're kind enough to come by and do this podcast, but, like, all of the stuff sounds authentic, too. Like, when you guys do it, it doesn't sound like it's – you're like, oh, that sounds different, but it's not like, oh, they're trying to, like – catch on to something like, cause even when I listened to, uh, to bother me and watch the video, just like the funny nods to like happy Gilmore and stuff. Like it looked like hey. you guys had a blast in that music video shoot, <laughs> but, uh, but it it sounds authentic. You know what I mean? And and I think that that's, what's cool about music too. Like you don't have to put yourself in a box and you really shouldn't because there's always going to be some new sound to explore. So, you know, oh. genuinely, I think that's really cool when you look at like, you know, bother me you know, still originally like that, that almost had like an angrier kind of like in your face vibe. And then yeah, you bro. switch to something like motion, you know, that your guys' latest single. And it's, it's more of an upbeat kind of fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's a song girls like, yeah, grab your girls, right. like, you know what I mean? Like you got to have one for the girls. I mean, you do, you got to have one for the ladies, yeah. but, but I feel like that's a song that everybody would like. Like, so it's, it sounds like what you guys are doing are, is authentic in that experimentation and not like, oh, that's cool. Let me let me try that and see if we can ride that. Like, it it seems like it's coming from a genuine place just as a listener. Hey, I appreciate it. I, I, I
2: think though it's because it's, it's true. You know, we, at this point, now that we've been able to break out of this box that we were in, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not us going to a sound, it's a sound just coming to us and we get to put ourselves on that sound yeah. and make it whatever we are. You know, and I think that's I think that's important. I mean, I kind of personally, I don't know about the rest of the guys, but personally for me, Kanye West is who keeps me motivated to push myself. Because every time you he a drops lot. something, <laughs> it reminds me of us, man. It's like every time he <laughs> drops something, it, it gives people a left a left turn and they're like, Wait, what? I don't like this. And then two years later they're like man that album was so innovative
0: yeah like
2: there were so many people who said yeezus was trash when it came out and now it's like a goat album and i'm like don't i i i love going on twitter and seeing people post about it and i'm like hey i remember when you said this was trash i got
0: this-
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is right you know <laughs> shot, and bro. just ugh, growth man and yeah I i appreciate that man
0: so who inspires you guys musically? Because you all have different flows, you know what I mean? You all have very distinct, like, and I think that's what's cool too about what you guys do. You all bring something different to the table. Like who or what inspires you right now, just like musically or, or like art wise? Because even like the artwork and the videos that you guys put together, it seems pretty, pretty conscious of like the image or like what you're putting out there.
2: Uh, me, personally, um as far as just musically i gotta go back uh definitely kanye as far as production um you know as far as like um i guess flow wise and just flow rider. i don't really try to necessarily take but i guess like who really influences me a lot is um i get influence from i would say mac miller um Oddly enough, man, I draw a lot of influence from uh, old, like old Nicki. I listen to a lot of old Nicki Minaj, man. Uh, <laughs> he was a beast, bro. Like I, I respect the singing and the pop route that she went, but I, I'm sorry, I still say she could tear off most of these rappers. Like How are you gonna yeah, say, she me got, got a sick
3: ass song with Sky Zoo.
2: Yeah, she
1: be rap, yeah, hard
3: she used to rap, bro, hard. She she she, re- rap, bro. she used to rap.
1: Yeah, yeah, she remixed. You know, Biggie. So cool. I wanna um. He makes that song. Biggie makes that song about ha- wanting to have sex with, like, all of the, like, Diana Ross, like, all of the big, big uh, uh celebrities at that time. So she did the same thing. And she said dreams of having sex with, like, a big rap dude. So when I heard that, bro, and I was still in high school, and I was like, yo, this chick is dope. Like, she's, mm-hmm. she remixed Biggie? And I'm like, wow, that's some unheard of. Like, okay. And she's not afraid of it. Like, this next little Kim, for sure. Yup. I knew it. I was like, damn.
3: Look at her now.
1: <laughs> look at her
0: nice. now
3: <laughs> what about Brick, you Bricks Who, who's
0: who's some of the influences for you man
3: man I don't know uh, probably still Jay-Z man. he still keeps pushing he, I mean you know what I mean like century after century right like I'm 32 mm-hmm. next year and I'm still gonna, I'm probably gonna hear that he's gonna come out with some something new he's gonna either make a new uh, uh, beverage or a new strain of weed now he's got this whole thing it's he's always moving forward you know what i mean and we still we still think jay-z and music you know what i mean even though he's got all these things going at title you know he's the owner of all these things he's got hundreds of millions of dollars people still like yeah you know what i mean and then, and then but and always you, you always get the image of jay-z and music so I, i'd have to say jay-z now
0: yeah, and I think it's what's cool about what you guys do too. Like even a song like Desperado, like for real, has a lot of that Spanish influence, and you guys will even mix it into some of your verses and stuff. Like, how important is that to you guys to to bring that into what you're doing too? Especially with what you talked about, what influenced you as kids, just to the music that you got into and feeling like you were you were part of it and not just like looking in as a fan, but like, oh, this is actually right. something that I can do.
3: Come in, coach. You know, <laughs> really. Uh, for me, it's very important, man. I, I still remember my mom every day as a kid, like, uh, yeah, it's cool. Speak all the English you want, but remember, you know, remember where we are, where we're all from and, and don't forget where we came from to, to be able to do what you do. And, and so re- that's one thing that's always in my mind. Like, don't forget who you are, you know, always stay true to yourself. Like, like Picasso said, like every other day, I'm catching myself as well saying, no, no, that's not how I should do it, man, because that's not really what I want. Yo, I, I need different results in life. So I'm gonna have to step back and then go left. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and just just the theme of the show being like perseverance and, and moving forward. And like I said, you guys can can share or divulge as much or as little as you want to, because I you know, I'm not I'm not a gotcha interviewer. I'm not not trying to get you to reveal anything that you don't want to reveal, but just, um, <laughs> you know, obviously, you know, our country's been through a lot and this isn't a political show and I kind of stay in the middle on that stuff, even though I have strong feelings about some of the, some of the crap that's happened, but, um, you know, for you guys, w- what, what are some of the things in your life that you've persevered through that have made you kind of who you are today? And even, and even reflects in your, in your music.
2: For me, a lot of bad relationships, yeah. Honestly, man.
3: Yo,
1: but I'm talking about I could say get that for curse. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's something that strongly influences me though, man. Cause it's like, you know, even to this day, um, I, you know, anytime I go to write, you know, either those bad relationships are giving me motivation to, let the people know that are listening that it's okay to be confident even if you've failed in life or you know it it pulls me to a place where i can be vulnerable um and those taught me a lot because i think in music the most important thing is that you can be vulnerable because at the end of the day we can all show off we can all be you know dope but how deep can you really dig because that's where you're going to find you know real people who are really going to connect with you through your music. You know, I know I've always connected, you know, with groups that have, you know, had those songs where it's like you listen to it and you're like, damn, I've been through that. Like, and, and, and now that record becomes a part of your life, you know? So I'd, I'd say that's, that's a big one for me, you know, just all those, all of those that I had, had to, all I mean you know I give, I give a lot of my heart man and and you know it's been I can count three or four right now just off top of my head yeah I was gonna say <laughs> at, least three, at least three real bad ones bro <laughs> oh, shit. that's definitely
1: something for me yeah that makes sense and I, I think that's I think it's honestly just for a lot of artists myself too like we, we find the inspiration from the artists, you know what I mean, from like Biggie, Big Pun, stuff like that, but I think ultimately it's what drives us, like it's ultimately like like for me, like my cousin got me into music I was about 13, 14 smoking Reggie, writing, writing songs in, in the garage, you know what I mean and um, he ended up killing himself and after that it really made me feel like yo, know, like I can't do this without him you know what I mean, and after a while, I was like, nah, 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 he would want you to do it. You know what I mean? And then when we were at South by Southwest and Colorado performing, at some point I'm like, like, are you doing this for him? Or is this really what you want to do? And it was more so like, nah, I do want to do it for myself. This is me. But in my head, I'm like, yo, he's watching everything that I'm doing. And he's like, this is exactly what I would do. This is the same route I would take, Paul. You know what I mean? Good shit, bro. Good shit. You're doing great. So I think I second that with curse. It's a lot of just what happened in our life. That big, you know, that probably, you know, he's the only tattoo that I got. You know what I mean? Mike coming from heaven. So, I think ultimately that's what drives. Yeah, you
3: have on. that tattoo, bro. I man, that's <laughs> that's no crazy.
1: The only that's... one I got, man. But. <sighs> I think it's that. It's what dro- it's what drives us outside of, like, in life. You know what I mean? What kind of made us to where we're at at this point. Because all we do when we rap, bro, is talk about all that shit that we've been through. Really, you know what I mean? It's not like, hey, shake your ass. and Hey, do this. Hey, do that. And, I'm flipping pounds. It's just like, you know, I-, I even got a song about it. Like, it's called Alonzo Curiel. You, can- you can even catch that shit on my band camp. Um, and I talk about the entire thing, man. Kind of what-, what made me... Um, into this free boy right here, you know what I mean, that you see. But I think it's, yeah, that, that's really what inspired me, keeps me going. Because even to this day when I'm in the booth, y'all, I'll even, like, close my eyes and just think of my cousin, cousin, bro, you know what I mean? So it still works, still motivates.
0: I appreciate you sharing that, man. I'm sorry to hear you went through that, but I'm glad you have turned a negative into a positive with it, man.
1: Yes, sir, appreciate you, man. I
3: appreciate you.
0: What about you, Bricks? Jeez.
3: Like, my whole life, bro. Like, yeah. my whole life, here. bro. Like, they've been telling me, you can't do this, don't do that. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to. Right? Like, all my life I've been told that, dog. Like, every other day I've been reminded, yo, you're not allowed to be better than everybody else. Or you're not allowed to to bro. think you're, you're going to be better at any point or a- any of that. So, I think that's what drives me and keeps driving me every day uh just i mean i look at myself and i'm like proud as fuck cuz i look mexican as fuck to me and that's right. what i want to represent right like that's what i really want to vibe out with like i i want to I want to represent for the raza and i also want everybody else who's not brown or whatever you know doesn't identify i want them to also feel like yo your shit is you're the shit too bro like yeah. you know what i mean like fucking we have curse and he's like the the waviest fucking white boy i know bro so you already know like we just we're, we're the melting pot man And it's 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 really what drives me every day to be able to to say like i include everybody in my shit because everybody's been through a struggle so i know for a fact that they can all relate to all the things that i say
1: yeah i think i think one thing with all of us and i could i could for sure speak on curse and bricks and myself is we're for sure. Like we weren't supposed to be here. You know what I mean? There was oh, a point in our lives where it was like there was that fork, and we were like, "Yo, I know I can't keep doing the same shit I'm doing, or hang around with the same guys I'm hanging around with." So, like, I do, I do that a lot, bro. When I when I sit in the studio that we're at, I'm just like, "Yo, we we came a long way, man. Yeah, bro. All way. these
2: LEDs, and shit, Yeah, <laughs> For real,
1: everything that, you do, <laughs> all, all the all the cool shit we got now, bro. We're like, oh, remember." Egg cartons, egg, egg eggs, eggshells, yeah, bro. Like that. I had two mattresses
3: in, a, mattresses in a garage, I had two mattresses. You know yeah, what I'm
1: mean? The, the mic that we had, like, yo, it, it, it's like, that's another thing that kind of helps us out too. It grounds us, you know what I mean? It humbles us instead of, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yo, we, we shouldn't be here. We shouldn't be here, man.
3: <laughs> and we guy, are, so we, you know, got to take advantage of that.
2: And going back to what Bricks was saying too, just real fast, like, I think that's something that, just makes us as a group us is that we want people to know that what we stand for is everybody we oh. want this we want this yeah. world to win and that's kind of where oh. that free part of our group comes from is the freedom to be you you know that's kind of what we stand for and that's wholeheartedly what i feel like this group is is we're just us love us or hate us
0: yeah i think i think that's awesome and that's i'm glad you guys and like i said thank you for sharing and divulging on that man because uh you know again this isn't a political show people can go elsewhere for that and and my whole thing is positive vibes and bringing people together but i think it's cool to see that you guys are three different people coming from from different places but you can to me that's the most beautiful thing about music and, and and why i love doing this stuff and why it's so important to me is because I really feel like music is that voice that can kind of unify people and bring people together. And I think in our country today, not to get too preachy, but especially in this last 18 months, man, there's been so much division and and everything is so polarizing, right? Like it's, it's black or white, literally and figuratively. Sometimes yeah. there's a line, there's no middle ground anymore. There's no, Hey man, like you, you think one way and I think another way, but we can still, we can still shake hands. We can still meet in the middle. And music is that unifying force to me where it's like it can tear down those walls. And I wish we. I, and I hope and that we can get to a point just as a country and as a people where, you know, we don't forget that, you know, at one point, all of us came from somewhere else, man. You know what I mean? Like outside of Native Americans, like everybody, like, you know, my my mom's side of the family, my great grandpa came over here on a boat from County Mayo, Ireland when he was 19 years old, didn't have a pot to pee in. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all came from different places. uh, And so I hope that we can get to a place, you know, and, and, and I think music is one of those things that can do that. Sports is another thing I think that can help bring people together. But where it's like, yo, let's celebrate each other. Let's let's we can look at each other physically and realize we don't look the same. But I think deep down as human beings, we all want the same things, man. We we just we want people sure, to hear us, sure. we want people to accept us, and we want to be heard. And and music is a great place to be able to express yourself. And so I, I appreciate y'all sharing that, man, because I think it's cool that you guys have persevered and gotten to this place and aren't afraid to go for it too. Because that's another part of it, right? Is not having the fear, you know, to or overcoming those fears when they come up to actually chase your dreams. You know what I'm saying?
3: Right. Yeah. Well, this isn't for the lighthearted man no, so, no. You, you need to want this yeah. you know yeah and because sometimes you know, that's not even enough man yeah battle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's half the real, <laughs> that's battle i mean
1: wanting it because then you still have to deal with the criticism and so much other things you know that come with it but it's not you know what i mean it's not bad either because it's it's very rewarding you know what i mean like I, i'm i'm heavy into like entrepreneurship so I hear a lot of people are like, Oh, you must be great. Not working at all. And it's like, I work, I left a nine to five to work 24 seven. You know what I mean? But I'm working mm-hmm. for myself. I'm working and building something that I can actually say, this is mine. I take pride in, I'm putting people on, you know, my nephew's got a job, this person's got a job. So it's like, I can definitely, I'm okay with working 24 seven because I'm not working for anybody else but myself. And I think that really? same drive applies to the music. You know what I mean? And it, yeah, definitely can apply to the music a lot more and i think that's that's a huge thing that helps us out for sure man
2: well they say music never sleeps man you Never know i mean never. that's how it is bro you know we got up this morning to do this i was up till four thirty last night working on tracks I know, <laughs>
0: right. you know well that's no, why i was I'm- making
3: beats last night
0: I appreciate it, man. I appreciate the time. Well, and the time that we have left, dudes, and thanks again so much. It's been a lot of fun talking to you guys, and you guys are welcome back me. anytime, man. Hey, we appreciate um, you, bro. As far as stuff that you guys have got coming up that you, that you want to speak on or share for for 2021, I mean, I know, I know today it seems like who knows what the hell could happen tomorrow, man, with all the crazy stuff going on. I saw part of the Gulf of Mexico was on fire last night. I'm like, God, I'm like human beings.
2: I'm like, like, what are a, we doing what kind to of this? Godzilla? Man. Shit, is that? It bro. looked like Pacific Rim. Y'all ever see that yeah. movie? <laughs> you yeah. coming out the ocean, bro? That's what oh, that wow. looked like. Yeah.
0: That was crazy, man. It makes it, it makes me it makes me sad. But um, but there's yeah. a lot of good people in the world. I like to think that the gentlemen on this call uh, are, are good people. But uh, as far as positivity and stuff, man, like what what do you guys got coming up that you're excited about? Obviously, Motion has done really well. I think I saw that you guys said if it gets to gets to 10,000, you're going to, you're going to drop something else. So what do you want to tell the people about as far as what you guys have got coming up for 2021?
2: Um. Well, first and foremost, uh, Spicasso just dropped his own single uh, really last week. It's called yeah. really. Um, I know he's got some solo stuff coming out this year. Uh, yeah. uh, it's on me a little bit more. I got to get uh I got to get Bricks' stuff mixed uh, so we can get this out because he's got three tracks uh, and coming out. Uh, yeah, 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 mix and master. <laughs> Don't forget and, the uh, stage when you master. <laughs> uh, um, you know. Um, expect, a lot. expect Expect a lot. Expect a lot, man. Yeah. We've got, yeah, you know, absolutely. we're definitely going to be dropping something when that track hits 10K. I think um, the reason for saying that was for no other reason than the fact that, like, we looked at our numbers and we looked at what songs were doing and not that we care a whole lot about numbers but it was one of those things where it was like okay look we've done a couple singles we passed that 5k mark multiple times but we never hit that 10k mark like we got to hit this 10k mark and we got to push this song until it does because i don't typically have regrets but my only regret so far in this journey is not pushing last night longer than, than we did. We pushed it for about a month and we dropped another single after that and we let it kind of sit at seven K instead of really pushing it where I think that song could have, could have reached more people. And, And I'm sure it will in the future, but I just mean in that present moment of saying like, why did we only push this single for, for a month? why were we so eager to get out a new song? Because I think as artists, we sometimes forget that a song that's old to us is brand new to everyone else, you know? And that's why like, you know, we were like, man, we got to drop this, this new song. And it was like, wait, it's only been out for four weeks, bro. I know it's like two months, two, three months old to us, but there's people who don't even know this song exists right now. And that's, (laughs) That's something mentality-wise that we put towards motion was like, okay. okay, first off, I know this is a summer jam, and now we're going to push it this summer, and we're going to take our time, and I, I want to see that 10K mark, because that's a big growth for us, because we hit 10K, then the next thing you know, we put out another single, and we push it, and we we get something to 20, you know, and then we we go from there, and that's that's really – it's just that, that growth again, you know, it's like we need to take the same growth mindset that we do with making the music and make sure that we're putting it into the time of promoting that music as well, you know, and growing that, that base. Yeah. So, uh, we got a lot coming up though. And, uh, I know when that song hits 10 K, we're definitely, we got a, a new track yeah. called family man, uh, um, <laughs> also on the hook of that one. Uh and uh this weekend we'll be recording uh another new track that we have written. Um uh, we got a few more in the tank. I don't know if we'll end up doing an uh, an EP or if it's just going to be singles. Who really knows? Um at first we did want to do an EP and then it turned into like, nah, let's just keep doing singles. Keep uh, doing a lot of we'll work. Do, I think we'll do an EP when it's de- when it's demanded of us, if that makes sense. Yeah when fans are like
0: we want five
2: new songs right now yeah you know (laughs) we need this you know because you know not in a cocky way or anything but i think we've given some really quality songs over the last year plus and i think that that is because we don't concentrate on five songs at once we concentrate on a song yeah you know we treat a single like an album we put that same effort into a song and that's yeah. what gives you a song like motion or a song like bother me or last night or you know any of these tracks i it, that's that's how we get there because our attention isn't divided so i guess in short a lot like Spagasso said we got a lot coming Not a lot
0: Yeah. And you see see the rock and the metal world too, I feel like is, is taking some of those cues from, from the, from the hip hop community, you know, in terms of the, the singles route, like, uh, you know, you see a lot more bands doing, doing that now where instead of like, and like you guys even talked about, like, it was just, you know, five, six years ago that you were making physical CDs, but with streaming now, man, I feel like that's a good energy to have in terms of focusing on let's, let's make this next song, the best song, because when that catches on with people, man, you know what I mean? It just snowballs, you know? Yeah.
3: Yep. hundred.
0: Well, dudes, this has been a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. Uh, again, man, like, uh, I always like connecting with new people and new artists and I really genuinely like what you guys are doing and I just hope you keep doing your thing and keep making music and connecting with people. I'll put up the links in the podcast description obviously, but, uh, let the people know where they can find you if they're not familiar.
2: Uh, the Free Boys with a Z. Uh, pretty much on anything. I think the only thing that's uh different is Twitter, which has an underscore after it. Um, but YouTube, uh, Instagram, SoundCloud, Spotify, Spotify, iTunes. TikTok. Follow us on all those those platforms. Um, the Free Boys with Napster. A Z. Napster, title. <laughs> LimeWire is that still hey, around? I'm just trying to inform. You know
1: what I mean. Napster's Napster's owned by Rhapsody, by the way, though.
2: Look, I'm going to be honest. Streaming pays so little, anyways. Like, (laughs) if you you don't want (laughs) to stream stream it, it. I don't care, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't care. You know, like, I'm not expecting to be rich off this anyway Only on Pokemon Go, he said. You, you
1: feel
0: on, me?
2: Yeah. I'll trade you for a Charizard.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get that Joe Rogan Spotify money. I, I got a little ways to go yet, you know what I mean? You know, so, you're in man, the right I mean, business.
2: business. <laughs> you, need a, though,
0: bro. you need that, that podcast business. money, man.
2: Joe Rogan.
1: And Paul,
0: let, let people know where they can check out your new single, man.
1: Um, Spotify, Apple Music. You can actually go to my website, MrSuperNintendo.com, and you can stream it off of there as well if you want. Um, I'm going to be uploading new music there all the time, but Spotify, Instagram, Mr. Super Nintendo, just how it sounds. Or you can hit me on uh, Spicasso on my Twitter. On... Same thing, man. I'm everywhere, bro. I try to be as, as, uh, as diverse as possible just because I don't know where somebody's going to want to hear me and then enjoy it. You know what I mean? And I can interact with them. But, yeah, Spicasso or Mr. Super Nintendo, just how it sounds.
0: Yeah, for real. And Briggs, what about you, man? You got any any solo stuff coming up? <laughs>
3: uh nah hmm. what about what's up mr uh, engineer do i have any uh <laughs> yes, do you have any of those new songs yes, like I, I i recorded songs he, like, does. he, he got Last three December, tracks january
2: yeah, yeah like but, uh, january february i think well we uh so like i said earlier we were working on an ep and the ep's idea was gonna be that well it was actually an album and it was supposed to have, like, three tracks from each of us sololy and then a group right, track. Right, and right. then we kind of just collapsed the idea. So mm-hmm. Bricks was actually first on the table, and he's got three tracks done. So <laughs> it is fun to get those done for him. Um, one of them is done. I just need to get the other two done, honestly. So they, we're we're going to get those
3: out, fool. Later this year, later this year. Yeah, we're going to get those there. out. We'll give the we'll give people a Christmas <laughs> present. They'll get some new Bricks. <laughs> But for now, it's just the free boys, everything, man, with the
0: Z. Appreciate it. Well, dudes, thanks again so much for the time. I really mean it when I say it. Uh, I love meeting new people, talking to new people, and uh, genuinely really appreciate what y'all are doing. And uh, like I said, keep doing your thing, and I hope you guys have an awesome weekend, man. Stay oh, in yeah, touch. Man. You too. Well, Enjoy.
1: Yeah, it was an honor. Appreciate you having me. I, I love. Have a good weekend, bro.
0: You're welcome. Anytime. See you guys. Later. Later, Better. There you have it. That was my conversation with the Free Boys out of Arizona. Thanks so much again to Curson, a.k.a. Young Lennon, Bricks, and Spicasso, a.k.a. Mr. Super Nintendo. I really enjoyed our conversation, you guys. You can follow them on Instagram at the Free Boys and that's Boys with a Z. So please check out the links in the podcast description for this episode so you can keep up to date with the Free Boys and what they've got going on. Shout out to to Spicasso. His recent single really just came out at the end of June. So I'll put up the link for that as well. But again, big thanks again to to Kirsten, aka young Lennon, Bricks, Spicasso. I really enjoyed our conversation, you guys. It was a lot of fun talking to y'all and I really think that you embody the theme of this podcast of perseverance and moving forward. So it was a lot of fun. Not only um, do I have an appreciation for your music and the diversity that you guys put in your sound, putting your culture in your sound, but on top of that, just hearing more about what you guys came from and what you battled through, um, you know, Spicasso uh, talking about the loss of a loved one that meant a lot to him. Like, you know, I, I always try to be respectful when I go to those places on this show, because, you know, in life, it's a balance of the light and the dark. You know what I'm saying? And my goal for this show isn't to be a gotcha guy with gotcha questions or, you know, try to, you know, try to, you know, elicit responses. Like I I really just want to be authentic and, you know, to get where we are now, though, we've all battled through things. So I really appreciate the, the honesty and the vulnerability that these guys in the Free Boys, you know, brought to this episode because I think it's inspirational for anybody out there, whether they want to get into music, whether they want to start their own business, or they're just going through a tough time and they they needed to hear about, you know, some human beings who who are, you know, making music that they love to make and, and, you know, pushing through in their lives, like hopefully this lifted you up today. But uh, I really appreciate the time again, you guys, and I appreciate the vulnerability and the honesty. I truly have a lot of respect for what you're doing musically, and that's not just lip service, man. Like the diversity of y'all's sound, I really appreciate. So again, everybody, make sure you go check out the free boys. Check out the links in the podcast description. I love these dudes and what they're doing, and I really hope you go support it. And to put a button on this thing, because I talked a lot in the beginning, again, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's helped me get to 5,000 downloads. I don't live my life by that. I don't live my life by likes and follows and subs and all that, but at the same time, uh, the numbers, I guess, are just validation to me that people do care and they do listen to the show. And like I said, I would do it if two people listen, man. But the fact that y'all are supporting the show, telling a friend to tell a friend, and taking the time to leave reviews and subscribe, like it really means a lot. So I hate begging for it, but if you would be so kind, let's keep this going, man. Let's keep these conversations snowballing in a positive way. If you would be so kind to take the time to go leave a review on iTunes and leave a rating for the show – it helps the show rank higher, which ultimately helps get the Free Boys story out to more people. And that's really my goal for this, man, is to, for the, the artists that I have on the show, for the guests that I have on the show, I really want this to be a platform to get their message out to more people, to get their story out to more people. So when you guys leave a review, when you subscribe, it, it, it just helps the show do better and it helps get these conversations out to more people. And that's really my goal, y'all, is to to connect with people in a positive way. And, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, leave you after an hour, hour and a half with these shows feeling better about your day and your life and feeling inspired. So if you would be so kind, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, leave a review on iTunes. You can follow me on Instagram at March 4th Pod, on Twitter at Mike V. Bauman. Listen to the show on Spotify, iHeart, Apple, other podcast apps like Podcast Addict and Himalaya pod being the host site for this podcast if you're interested in starting a podcast they're a great resource they have their own app as well where you can listen to the show so again man i thank you all kindly i really appreciate it there's a lot more fun stuff coming so stay tuned and on that note i will say keep the faith and be kind to one another like i always say as a tribute to my grandpa courtesy of the free boys here is their latest single motion peace
3: Dime todos all secrets I won't tell nobody Shake it for me, que me derrites. Tell me what's your weakness Better yet Show me what that mouth do Bitches always hungry When they at you Show me what that wop like Let me give you A little bit of fast life You ain't always on my mind But last night Movies in the making Lay the move, Baby make her shaking Level lost the ajo Make it crazy man. She put those hips Like the ocean
2: Her lips They taste of a potion Body sways in a motion that tantalizes emotion Balano cerca mami, we're sweating off that mile. Balano cerca mami, we're sweating off that mile. It's the weekend, we go have a good time I keep telling shorty she been running through my mind uh-huh. So on the five she is certified dime We can have the time of our life and survive, baby uh-huh. Hey, what you want, what you need, keep it real, baby real. On the beach, on the stars, getting real crazy real. See, I've been thinking about it all damn way What hey. you think? From hey. the window to hey. the wall to hey. the sink She grew those hips like the ocean Her they taste of a potion Her body sways in a motion That tantalizes emotion
1: Bring it up for me, wind it down slow. Bien dotado, make you feel it down low. Enamorado con el movimiento, si lo siento. Baby, you ain't gotta say shit, I see lo tengo. Couple bottles of the 42 in VIP. She it when she pull it out, it's B-I-G right. Won't see me, I'm in the places you never be never. Baby, tiralo de vuelta, arriba mi She pull those hips like the
2: ocean Her lips, they taste of a potion Her body sways in a motion That tantalizes emotion Bailando cerca, mami We're sweating off that mile. Bailando cerca,
0: mami